A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Welcome back to another episode of the DNA Airwaves. I am one of your hosts, Dariki. I'm here with my partner in crime, Anthony. Say hello. Hello, hello. Today we have the incredible Gordon Gord Caruth. I almost said Gordon, your full name. I'm sorry. How are you doing today, sir? I'm terrific. Thank you. Thank you, Dariki. No problem. So no fancy. Problem. I like the way he says your name. It's well, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Take your chance. <laughs> <laughs> this will make sense. We've heard some questionable pronunciations, so that's beautiful. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Gord, thanks so much for joining us. I know, um, just to give, a, I guess, a quick backstory, we met, uh, well, we had, this is our first time officially meeting in person, I think, but we've spoken on the phone and through email, a lot of emails, Gord, uh, <laughs> a couple months yeah. ago. Um, some of, some we've been... Some rather lengthy on my part, uh, Anthony, but... Uh... Yeah, I, I imagine you're a very, very speedy typer. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we've connected through, uh, I guess, a mutual friend of ours concerning um, a piece of work that you are currently uh, in the progress of putting together, and mm-hmm. we are jumping in to do some of the music on that. Um, and through those conversations, I thought, hey, you'd be a very interesting person to speak with on this platform and kind of share... Um, just another perspective of, you know, some of the, I guess, some of the power and uh, versatility of music. Um, now, the way that you have brought music in is pretty interesting to me. So hoping you could share a little bit of that with us. Um, and I guess more specifically, um, what do we have here? That you are an award or an extra award winning playwright and composer. So I guess I could start off with that as sort of one hat that you wear. Uh, maybe you could just take us down the journey. Not too long. I know you've lived a lot of years, Gord, but just uh, wherever you want to start off with that, let us know kind of your, your musical background and how it all comes together. Well, uh, my musical background is that I'm kind of an idi- uh, idiot savant. Um, I really didn't mm. learn music at all. Um, uh, I, uh, now, I hate the comparison, but I suppose very, very much uh, like line. Uh, Lionel Bart, who wrote uh, Oliver, he couldn't read a note of music, as you probably know. And I guess I was a tune man before I, uh, until I got my first bill from somebody who uh, notated the music for me. Uh, So much (laughs) at Bar, and I said, "Well, you better learn to write this yourself," which I which I Ah. did slowly with the help of people in Hamilton, mainly from Grant Avenue Studio, people like Bob Deutsch. uh, uh, Amy came on later, um, and. other people, uh, Carter Lancaster, who plays guitar now, I think, for Gord Lightfoot, and nice. Bart Namath, uh, uh, my pianist. So I think you may know nice. some of these people, Anthony. For sure. Yeah, so that's definitely. how it started. And I um, I decided, uh, my God, it was back in 1973. A couple of years that's, back, uh, yeah. 
49 years ago, I, wow. I attempted to write my first musical. It was a rock musical ca called Gabriel wow. and uh, based okay. on the angel Gabriel, but it had a different twist to it. And then I wrote a, and it was performed at Hamilton Place, uh, which is, uh, yes. what's it called now, Ontario? First Ontario? First Ontario, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so th those, were in the, those were in the beginning years of Hamilton Place. And I wrote a second uh, musical based on the diary of Samuel Pepys, the English um, diarist of the uh, 17th century. Hmm. And I found, I found, in, I found in him, uh, well, a story that uh, he was the stuff of drama. And the, the, the okay. time that he wrote in Charles II, the restoration of theater, the restoration of music, and both of those became reasonably successful. They eventually played outside the country too. But then I, yes. uh, for, I just was thinking in preparation for this, guys, um, uh, I guess it was another 15 years before I wrote another musical because I got involved in writing plays. That's quite uh, a lot. Okay. One in particular based on the life and times of Vince Lombardi, the iconic coach of the Green Bay Packers. It started right. in Hamilton, yeah. Anthony. It started in the studio theater at Hamilton Place. Uh, yeah. It was televised by CHCH TV, and then a producer friend of mine in Toronto said, "I want to do this." So, uh, with my partner Bob Knuckle, we went back, rewrote it. Originally, a, it was originally a two-hander, uh, Knuckle playing Lombardi and the other actor playing everyone else around him. It, it went to uh -huh. Toronto, and that's where it took off as a play. Right, it took off, yeah. it ran there for about twenty weeks. Uh, I eventually rewrote it for uh, uh, CBC Television. Uh, CBC uh, Radio, and uh, we went to New York with it. Uh, they offered to do it. Um, you want to hear this one, guys? Yeah, we of course. Walked, yeah, we of walked course. away from the deal, Bob Knuckle and I. Because, well, they oh. wanted all the back-end rights. They were going to pay oh, us good royalties, okay. the Schubert right. organization, but they wanted all the back-end rights. So we trotted our way slowly down Broadway and had our drink at Sardi's, uh, <laughs> where most where most uh, playwrights have uh, celebrate their opening, so we went back to right. Hamilton, and um, one month later sold the rights to ABC Television um, for more money than they offered us in New York. So beautiful. Well, yeah. it it you know we just weren't prepared to be treated as a couple of yokel locals coming from uh, somewhere in Hamilton. And uh, yeah, but then I got yeah. back into writing musicals again in the year 1998, when I was commissioned by the province of Newfoundland and the town of Cabernet to write the musical about mm -hmm. that, one of the so-called founders, the first settlers of Newfoundland, Sheila Nagira. And I could go okay. on and on. And since then, I guess, what have I, I've written? I think I've written eight musicals since... Uh, since I turned sixty-seven. Wow! And, uh, oh, wow! That's well. It keeps that's really impressive. Actually, yeah. it keep, no, not yeah. really, guys. It, it really, it, you know, it's what I do, and it's what I like to do. Okay. And um, so, what else am I? What else am I going to do? I mean, it's, <laughs> fair enough. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> do what you love to so do. So it was. It was in two thousand that I founded the company in um, in Ottawa. It was originally called Goya which meant giving giving opportunities to young artists. Wow. Oh, it also meant nice. it also yeah. meant get off your Arse. I don't think okay. I have to finish get off that. your ass. You got that one? <laughs> okay. And uh, our mandate has been nothing more exclusively to produce works by Canadian writers. I think we're the only community theater in Canada to the best of my knowledge that does nothing but works by Canadian writers. Not all mine. I mean, we've done 
um, David Hine and Irene Sankoff, who wrote um, Come From Away, the big right. hit. Their first yeah, musical yeah. was My Mother's Lesbian Jewish Wiccan Wedding. It's all about <laughs> David's mother, and we, we, we started that. So that's something that I think we're reasonably proud of. And uh, For sure, of course, that's the great, latest yeah. two are uh, Yes, I Can, based on Michelle, and I've just finished one. I think I spoke to you about it, Anthony. I've just finished one on the life and times of Diane Dupuy, the founder of right. the... Um, famous people players and the problems yeah. she had the challenges she had working with uh, uh, young adults with mental challenges so that's that's kind of it there are other things i guess but that's a, that's, that's a, a pretty impressive career right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and you just left uh, if you left out a lot of stuff i'm sure but numerically we just... but we have to talk qualitatively i mean i think that, uh, you know okay fair enough. Have, fair enough there have been successes yeah um here and in the States and uh, at the Edinburgh Festival and over in Germany. Mm, but nice. this has been my biggest challenge, the Michelle, uh, the Michelle one. The Michelle what Obama. made you fall in love with writing musicals in the first place? Like, well, I, it's just, it's not something that everybody kind of aspires to do. Usually it might be a play or like non-musical, but it seems like a heavy, big, big undertaking to want to, you know, start writing musicals. Yeah, well, really why does. did I start writing musicals? Um, when I was a teacher, uh, do you remember I used to be that Anthony? I sorry I missed yeah, you. We you came, that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, came yeah, too yeah. late. You came too late to the school where I was blessed to be principal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you lucked uh... you lucked in with uh, Trish Fulton as a principal, so you were you were lucky there. Yeah, yeah he was um, principal at my high school prior to me being there. Pretty oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah. What a small yeah, world. Just, there there you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry um, to cut you off. Keep going. You know, it's too bad my wife's in the background here and she can't hear a damn thing that's going on because I'm, <laughs> you know, it's coming into oh, my right, earphones. headphones, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Um, okay, in answer to your question, when I was a teacher at a Hamilton High School, uh, another one, uh, Westmount, you, you'd know that one. Uh, yeah, uh, we know that one. It's a very theatrical school. Okay. Are you from Hamilton too? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Right. I went to Barton. I oh, went well, to Barton. No, nobody's uh, perfect. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny because that's what a lot of people say. <laughs> anyway, when I was at Westmount, I decided that I wanted to do a musical with the kids. Yeah, so okay. I wrote to New York and I got the rights to do My Fair Lady, and I think it was the first. Yeah, it was the first ever high school musical done. And then I followed up by doing Lionel Bart's Oliver. And I think it was through that, uh, guys, that uh, some of the people who were putting Hamilton Place together heard of me. This, this okay. guy who's doing musicals and he works with young people and all that. And yeah, yeah. at the opening of Sir John A. MacDonald uh, in the North End, uh, Mayor Vic Copps tapped me on the shoulder and he said, hey, Gord, I'm, I'm naming you to be um, one of the original directors of Hamilton Place. And I said, oh, well, wow. yeah, I said, hey, Vic, you know, why me? I'm a Northeast End kid like you. Uh, <laughs> he said, well, you know, I have to be careful how I say this. He said, well, we've, we've got enough lawyers around uh, running <laughs> okay. things. I, I, I'd like to have somebody who kind of represents the youth. So mm. that was the start. That kind of got me involved in whatever it is, professional theater, because I was immediately asked to be the chairman of the uh, opening festival, the 30-day festival, 
that and yeah. responsible mainly for bringing in Canadian acts and local acts uh, like the oh, Players wow. Guild and Hamilton Theatre Inc. to put them as part okay. of the 30-day festival. And from that, wow. I became chairman of the board. Uh, wow. Um, and, you know, and as you guys know, big theatre. So that's how I got to meet Marlene Smith, my producer in Toronto, and that really okay. Okay. got me going. And um, gotcha. so that's the short and inglorious story of Gord Carruth. But that's why music, because I always loved them. I uh, I loved going to them. And so I said, yeah. I'll take a crack at one, which I did. Yeah. And it was okay. It was successful and so on. Enough said. And after that first success, you kind of fell in love with it and just yeah. decided to keep yeah. that train going. But as I told yeah. you, uh, Diddy Key, I... Did he? I, 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 I got away. I got away from musicals for a while, writing straight plays. Um, right. Wrote yeah, another yeah. one that uh, wrote another one that you'd be interested in, and I think I might do something with it again. Uh, it was um, workshop by Theater Aquarius, and then it was later um, showcased by the Negro Ensemble Company in New York. It, it was called The Trial of the Twenty Fourth. Have you heard of it, guys? Have you heard I of The Trial of the Twenty Fourth? The, the All Black Twenty Fourth Infantry it. Regiment in Houston that rioted uh, because of the inhumane treatment they were receiving from the Houston police. And uh, 13 of them were court-martialed and hanged without hearing the right. verdict. It's one of the greatest miscarriages of uh, military jurisprudence in the history of, 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 of uh, military law. So oh, wow. Bob Knuckle and I wrote that one, and uh, but I've done nothing with it since then. You know, you just, uh, then I got into writing musicals. So, and most but, I mean, of my stuff, most revisiting of my... that one would be good. Because oh yeah, of the relevance it would well, have today. I, I think, exactly. uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I, I, if you want, I'll send you the script. It's it's pretty powerful. Please do. It really yeah, for is. For sure, I'd um, love to read it. Uh, do you have any like anywhere I could actually see the production of it, or probably not? No, because it was uh, it was workshopped uh, in. Hamilton, right, uh, and it was uh, Theater Aquarius hired actors from New York and from Toronto, uh, and uh, then when it was when it was showcased uh, by the Negro Ensemble Company in New York, I was working in Germany at that time, so I uh, I wasn't okay. too much involved in that. But Gosh, it was after wow. that then that I started getting into writing musicals, and most of them have been bios, like a musical based on Joey Smallwood. Right. Who brought right, right. Newfoundland into Confederation. Sheila Nagira, this princess that I I played around with that and had a love triangle with a pirate and so on. It's called the Princess and the Pirate. <laughs> then there was the one I did on uh, Pierre Trudeau, the one I did on Sir John A. MacDonald, the one I'm doing now uh, on Diane Dupuis, and of course the, uh, the Michelle musical. So I wow. kind of like people who are the stuff of drama. And okay. I think these people all were, and particularly the story of Michelle, uh, that to me is the real stuff of drama. Not only her story, but mm -hmm. the story of her mom and dad, and particularly her father, as you probably know, uh, contracted uh, multiple sclerosis at the, end of, at the age of 34, never missed a day of work until he was hospitalized, put everything, put his kids before anything else, stayed in that little upstairs apartment um, on the south side of Chicago, uh, yeah. renting, uh, wouldn't buy a house, didn't want to become uh, mortgage poor because right. mm. 
it's all about the kids. And as you may know, Anthony, yeah. that's one of the first songs that I wrote, one of the early songs in the musical. It's all about the kids now. That's the important right. thing. So their story and the story of the family really, really hit me because it reminded me of my own mom and dad, if I may, who were uh, depression parents. And my right. dad sacrificed everything for his two wee Scottish boys and uh, mm. boy. So you, so you went to Barton. Well, good for you. <laughs> Segue. Yeah. Okay, I've talked enough, guys. I've talked enough. No, well, I mean, but uh, this is it's interesting. so interesting, some of the stuff that Beyond, you, you're yeah. talking about. It's, it's magical. And, and one, of the, um, one of my favorite musical theater productions is Ragtime. I'm not sure if oh, you're familiar yes. with it. But that, to me, was one of my favorite. And it kind of touches on some of the racial injustices Correct. in the early times. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I wonder what what some of what are some of the the more recent musicals have you been out and able to see some of the more recent ones and which ones have you really been like wow thoroughly impressed by well I mean the production is completely different than forget you need just you the doing. musical itself um, yeah well I, of course I saw come from away in New York but the musical mm -hmm. that my wife and I saw uh, I guess three four years ago now um, the prom. Okay. Do you know yeah. about it? Where did you see that? No, I, I'm in not In New familiar. York. It's, it's okay. an actual story of a young couple, a young uh, gay female couple hmm. who were refused admittance to the annual prom mm. by the PTA wow. uh, and a group of <laughs> almost spent New York actors saw this, well, this is a cause, we'll take this on. And they went down, to make a long story short, and really set things straight to allow these girls, that they didn't have to go and have their own prom off campus. And it, it, right. it's a beautiful, beautiful story. It actually took place in uh, Iowa, uh, oh. a true story. So wow. that, one, that one I liked. Um, I tend to be... I've been very much influenced by the writings of uh, Oscar Hammerstein, uh, okay. the way he writes lyrics. And he, he made it very clear that, and I've tried to do this, any song, particularly the lyric, must be organically infused with the dialogue, and it must be a natural extension of the dialogue. You just can't say all of a sudden, oh, I need a dance number with 24 beautiful looking women. Let's throw it in <laughs> right. because the star wants it. It's all right. part of the story. And I think, apart from my limitations in what I've written in Michelle, and I know I'm not a, a writer of, 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 of the black idiom, uh, I, I mean, some of the stuff I've done fairly well on, but uh, that's mm -hmm. why, you know, that's why we need help. There's no doubt about it. Right. Um, sure. yep. Amy would say the same thing, Anthony. Um, uh, and, you know, you've had a chance to look at some of the stuff now, and I, I'm sure you're, you're, you're going to make good decisions in that regard. Um, yeah, definitely. But it's, um, it's important to me that the story has some kind of integrity to it. And I think I've, I've, I think I've done that. There's no... No problem with the script. I'm extremely proud of the script. Um, Amazing. Uh, uh, and I'm very proud of some of the music I've written, too. Um, yeah, it's great stuff. Is it, uh, great stuff, does yeah. it Does it suit the culture enough? Does it, as one person would say, one person said, if Michelle Obama ever heard this music, she wouldn't stand for it. Well, I think that's mm. uh, you know, good, for, good for that person's opinion. 
However, it's a weird opinion to have. It is a strange one. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, ultimately, I love what you're doing. I've, I've, uh, I've been familiar. I've familiarized myself with a little bit of your work. I haven't quite caught up on your long list of uh, achievements yet, but. I'm, well, don't um, worry about fast. don't worry about yesterday's headlines. That's all they are. Okay. <laughs> yesterday's headlines. That's the history. That's wow. the history. That's uh, that's a good one. Yesterday's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, I'm fascinated by the story. I'm, it's interesting how you found this inspiration to even start along the lines of this work, using students and moving on to professionals. Um, it's been interesting too to hear some of the inspiration that you have gathered from some of the other uh, productions that you have seen recently and familiar with. But I'm really curious, and I've been wondering since we started speaking, what's your process? Because I've never really, I'm not, I've never been too, uh, I've never gone too hard on, I guess, the full production side of the musical. The music part, I completely understand how it kind of has to relate to what's happening um, in the bigger picture of the production. But could you take us from start to finish? Because, I mean, you've done all these different types of plays. When an idea comes to your head to do this, say you're going to do like a, a bio on Michelle, for example, what's the process in gathering the information to getting it all on paper as a script and then integrating music? Like it seems like so many different pieces that you seem to do so well. How does that work? Well, I think, they, I, I think you can't separate them. Um, okay. you can't, you cannot separate the lyric, the music, uh, uh, from the, from the, uh, uh the dialogue from the script. And right. in that regard, I don't know if I give you the answer, uh, the correct answer to that, Anthony, but the first thing that impressed me when I had read all kinds of stuff about Barack and when I read her book, Becoming, her biography, mm. the first thing that came yeah. to mind was she, she she was sitting there writing it uh, in her Washington home, and she, she takes us back to when she was six years old. Right. As a little five or six years old, taking piano lessons from her great aunt Robbie. And um, a true story. And uh, when Aunt Robbie left the room to answer the telephone, Michelle whipped out the score for Brahms' lullaby and started playing it. When Aunt Robbie came back in, she, she gave her hell for doing that. You're not allowed to do that. You've got to learn your scales first. So she said, why can't I? So that's the line that really started me in the process of looking at this leitmotif of why can't I? I can. Yes, we can. Mm -hmm. That goes through the whole piece. And I'm I'm very strong on leitmotif, leitmotif, you know. I'm sure you guys know what that means. And in literary, you, you take a theme and vary it a wee bit. So the first song is... Why can't I, why can't I play that song? And I wrote it, whether you like it or not, I wrote it as a takeoff on the, on the, um, the children's, the children's um, nagging, na, 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 So it, that, that was the, the beginning of it melodically. Then it comes to when she's in high school. Uh, she goes to Whitney Young on a scholarship and she's told in her final year by a counselor, you probably know this, you are not Princeton material. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, yeah. that's when I wrote the song, My Name is Robinson. You just watch me. 
yes, I can. And yes, I can goes all the way through until it becomes yes, we can with Barack. Right, yeah. And yeah. then the final yes, you can to the audience, which is the uh, curtain calls. So that's wow. that's part of the process. But I don't know that I answered your question. I just take it bit by bit. I know where I'm going, sure. Anthony. Okay. But I say, oh, yeah, this song, it's all about the kids would be perfect here. When she finds out that she's admitted to Whitney Young at the age of 14, it's naturally mm. a celebration in the family. You've done it, Mish. Right. You've done it, Mish. I want the yeah. father and her brother and her mother singing and dancing with her. And so that's it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, it's not that, it's not that hard guys. Once you really, and I don't want to make light of it. It's, and oh, it's easy for Gord. It's not. It's hard work. <laughs> it it's hard like a, work. Yeah. But serious process. There's a process. If you have faith in the person you're writing about, you won't have any trouble writing about her or him. Hmm. And that's interesting. That's what I. That's what I found. Does that help, or am I just natural? Absolutely. On? That really no, does. No, I yeah, think that's yeah. a great insight into your process in terms of just how to get the story and the songs to yeah. kind of carry the story yeah. continue the story but when do you feel that you've done it you know when do you feel <laughs> that after you go through that process like we are done we've nailed it enjoy it and well you I, don't do anything else to it well um not until the audience applauds oh <laughs> <laughs> okay fair but, enough. i hope fair that enough. doesn't sound glib it's no, true it doesn't. Because, I totally get uh, it. You know, I totally yeah. get it. You, you know, you can you can think what you want about what you've done, but if yeah. also when the director looks at sure. it and says, "Hey, Gord," and I I I I have become tried to become my own director. I've tried to okay. become my own director in that, Gord. What you have just said is beautiful. Oh, it's it, you know you've captured the language, but did you need it? Is it too much? Uh. And there's a terrible right. expression in show business, which I hesitate to use, but I will, uh, okay. where you talk about you've got to kill your own babies. I mean, that's terrible. You have something yeah. that you think is so perfect, but hold right. it. What did they miss if you leave it out? Is it just verbiage? And right. I've tried as best I can to be economical in my dialogue. Mm, that, that's a good way of saying it. That's important. I think I've received enough. Yeah. Um, no, I don't want to use the word applause, but, or recognition, but confirmation from the audiences. Uh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, I say, okay, this worked. Uh, and I know, I know, I know a couple of them didn't first time through, but, uh, right. you know, when you're, when you, when you get financial support from the province of Newfoundland to do stuff and, uh, Based on Newfoundland, and you're not a Newfie. Uh, that tells you that some mm. people have have faith in what you're doing. But, For sure, yeah, I think that would uh, definitely be a huge confidence yeah. boost in yeah, terms yeah. of just confirming that you're on the right path. Yeah. Did you ever have doubts? Did you ever feel that Absolutely. you shouldn't be wasting your time? I'm having doubts right of... now with this one. Really? Oh, yeah. with the current production. Someone as established as yourself, you still ch uh, you still battle with those types. Oh, of, absolutely. Um, because um, wow, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure that I have done a good enough job with the music to uh, really 
have it be such an integral part of the uh, black culture. Um, Interesting. Mm. Lyrically, lyrically, I have no problems at right. all. That part's right. I mean, this. Yeah. When she sings, when that little girl, the fourteen, I think I sent you the. Uh, I don't know whether you got it or not, Anthony, but the young fourteen-year-old girl, Jalisa Bernadette, in, in here oh, in right, Ottawa. Yeah, yeah. Who plays the 17 year old and she sings that song one black note i am so proud of the lyric i wrote there and why i wrote yeah. it um do you know that story at all about the one black note why please did share. i tell please you share that it for our audience well yeah please share it with us um uh, when in in her book when she was at princeton yeah she said she wrote in her book when i went to princeton i felt like a a black pepper pot in a bowl of white rice. Mm. Pretty good image, isn't it? Because she was very, a woman, she was a woman, she was yeah. black in a white university. Yeah. Mm. So Gordy says, I can't work with that image. I can't, I don't, I, I can't put that into a song. Other people could. So what I did was I created a scene. Tell me if I'm going on too long here. I created a oh, scene no. where her father calls her on the phone. He's always talking okay. to her. Do you have enough money? Are you okay? You're doing this. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you're not working too hard. So she, and then she, that's when I, that's when I say in the scene, well, dad, you know, I've never been so conscious of my color before, but now I feel like a black pepper pot in a bowl of white rice. And he said, oh yeah. He said, that's a pretty good image. He said, but you who know the music, you who know music and the piano so well, and I don't know if he feigns ignorance or whether he is the way I wrote it. He says, mm -hmm. what's that key? What's that key that has the one black note in it? She said, what's the key of F major? He says, yeah, or whatever. He said, <laughs> now you can't play any song in the key of F if that black note's not there, is it? He said, no, you can't. It would be mm -hmm. the key of C, right? Mm -hmm. So that yeah. black note yeah, belongs. Man. See, I think, I th uh. <laughs> quite frankly, guys, I think it's one of the best <laughs> things, best images I've ever. It's powerful. Absolutely, you know, that's amazing. So, that's so, so then yeah. he wow. says, "Well, then you can't get you can't get any harmonies. You can't do anything without that black note. In spite of all the rest of the notes are white. Mm -hmm. Well, you belong just the way that black mm. note belongs. You belong. So that's when the kid sings. And he, I'll um, yeah. send me your email, Diriki um, Diriki." Uh, and um, I, I will send you that. You. I will send you that young fourteen-year-old singing it. And I think without changing the orchestration, and you may feel you want to, Anthony, without changing the orchestration, this kid's voice has made it black. Yeah, if that's the right thing song. to say. I mean, I've often said, if you mm. give "Happy Birthday" a one-note melody to say Celine Dion and give it to Beyonce, it's going to sound different. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, I agree. Now, yeah, I, want I, you to I, hear, I want you to hear this kid. Uh, she is, um, I think she's dynamite for her age. And uh, oh, yeah, she did a hell of a song, a hell of a, a, hell of a good thing uh, with the song, One Black Note. And I actually changed from the key of C to the key of F as we go through. So wow. anyway, Pretty cool stuff, Amy yeah. worked hard on that one too with me. She worked yeah, really hard. Yeah. No, I can't so wait till it all it. comes together. So, um, yeah, yeah, once, I'm actually excited. Finished, well, it's unfortunate that we had to cancel it this year, but uh, I yeah. think I told you, Anthony, one month before we opened, uh, 
one of the young actors came down with COVID. Uh, the woman who was playing the role of uh, Marion, the mother, uh, had to go on a compassionate trip to uh, Switzerland. Uh, her mother-in-law was either ailing or dying. And uh, another person had some personal problems that involved uh, child custody and police intervention. And so I said, really I out. said, yeah. no way. I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to replace you people. I'm not going to uh, disappoint the audience. But the positive thing is, uh, when we had to cancel this year, uh, the theater center point, of course, said to the, the customers, you may have a refund or you may keep your same tickets for next year for the same night. Right. Yeah. yeah. Large percentage have stayed on. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that is all. Same that, time. Yeah. yeah, that's that's awesome. And I'm happy about that. I'm happy for the cast because they they, they, they worked hard. That's it, guys. I've kind of run out, but uh, no, no, else? that's great stuff, man. Yeah, no, actually, I mean, stuff. yeah, that's really powerful. I mean, you kind of sell yourself short, but um, I love <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. To be honest, so right now you are in Panama City, right? Yep. Yeah. Panama City um, Beach. Yeah, and you're uh, there. out on my out on my e-bike, trying yeah, to go, trying fun. Trying to golf at Are, the age of 80, 89, but... Because uh, I know you mentioned You still teaching. like it at that age? You still like golfing at that age? Well, sure. I can still golf my age. Yeah. Oh, you can still golf your age. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, 88, 89, something like that. Not bad. Beautiful. Not bad. Wow. So yeah. are you out there teaching as well right now? No, not, but I've, I know uh, I've done okay. that in the past, as you may have seen from my bio. Um, yeah, I wasn't uh, sure. Uh, okay. at Gulf Coast. No, but I'm not, I'm not doing it this year because normally we come down here for January, February, March. And that's when I usually do the lectures at the, uh, at the Gulf Coast State College in Florida State University on the history of musical theater. Um, Got you. So that's, Big. yeah, that's wow. been fun. But this has so, been really fun. Yeah, yeah. Really, really fun. Lots of really uh, cool information. Um, so as I said, we're looking, we're really looking forward to uh, getting this production together and being able to see it. That'll be, that'll be awesome. Um, well, yeah. Uh, I, t I told you, Anthony, uh, we don't go on until next October. So, so this you fit time. this into your priorities and your schedule. That's important to me. You first. Uh, and I know that I know that you'll come up with some. Uh, Amy, uh, uh, is this, listen, is, can Amy uh, plug into this later or is this live one and done? No, 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 it's not live at all. So the, it'll be up uh, shortly. I'll send you the links once it's up and you'll be able to share it with okay. Amy for sure. Well, Amy's at Grant Studio in Hamilton. I don't, she's not the founder, but she was one of the head engineers, I guess, working there. Well, she's been there for 20 years. She, she, you no, know, the yeah. two founders were Bob Deutsch and do you know who Dan Lanois was? I don't know. Daniel Lanois? Well, he, oh, he, um, he started the studio. Are we running out of time? We've got as much time as you have, well, sir. Don't worry. Um, yeah. He founded the, I, well, let me go back. I did my first recordings in Danny Lanois basement studio at his house in Ancaster. That was for the musical wow. based on the diary of Samuel Pepys. He and his brother, Bob and Bob Deutsch were the founders of Grant Avenue Studio. Dan Lanois oh, later went on and he produced, he's pretty, he produced all of U2 stuff. Really? Oh, he'd be, wow. yeah, and, and, and all wow. kinds of artists in the States. Um, but uh, I don't know what Danny's doing now, but Bob, Bob was one of the original founders. 
I don't know what's happening to Grant Avenue Studio. I don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, I don't know that there's anything, uh, uh, how much longer Bob's going to run it. But Amy's been there for 20 years. And Amy, Amy wrote some of the melodies in this. Uh, she did most of the, yeah, she did most of the orchestrations and uh, oh, she's great. I love her. She's, uh, she's the daughter I never had. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's powerful, yeah. Barton Secondary. <laughs> and it all goes right back to that. I can't get over it, Gordon. <laughs> what, what, what made you leave Hamilton? Uh, now you're being uh, interviewed. Just, just work, work and opportunities, really. Good. There's more opportunities in Toronto. In Toronto, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the one, yeah. the one that uh, we don't know what's going to happen to it yet, but I think it's going slowly is... Um, and I'm very proud of this one, is the one I just wrote on the story of the uh, famous people players and Diane Dupuis. You know, Diane Dupuis, who founded that, she's a Hamilton girl. Oh, really? She grew yeah, up in Hamilton. Uh, wow. I did not know that. Listen to this. Connection, she, yeah. Order of Canada. She grew up in Hamilton, failed grade three, failed grade yeah. six, failed grade nine twice, was oh, considered wow. to be, you know, that awful word in the context of the years. Yeah, uh, we yeah. don't use now it was considered to be yeah. a retard mm. and i'm using right, that in wow. the context of the time and here she yeah. is at the age of 24 i think she said i am going to get a group of young adults who are mentally challenged and i'm going to found a puppet company blacklight she did it became world famous uh she was discovered by liberace they've been all wow. over the republic of china wow. and I was asked to That's write a, a musical story. On her. It's a beautiful yeah, story, real particularly story. since, yeah. particularly since she came from Hamilton, but not the yeah, not amazing. the east end yeah, of the mountain. Yeah. We'll look out for that. <laughs> not, the, not the east end of the mountain, <laughs> or not the northeast end of Hamilton, as I did, <laughs> and not like the snob here from the west end of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> snob. <laughs> I love that you know the region so well. Yeah, yeah, you live with them, don't yeah. you? Yeah. 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 Well, I must. I must tell you, when I coached football at Westmount, um, uh, we had a team that um, had 165 points scored. And two, two, yeah, 165 points for and two points against. And the only team that scored two points against us that year was you guys, Barton. Barton. <laughs> wow, that's a long that's time ago. Funny. Wow, wow, legacy. Wow, and I, I could talk for hours, but uh, we'll let you get this back on great. the links yeah. and uh, enjoy some of that Florida weather. It was, it's honestly an honor, and I uh, really, really appreciate speaking with you today. Well, okay, it's been my pleasure, and Anthony. My thanks to you for setting this up, and yeah, uh, I'm going to see you. you. I, I'm going to see you guys in January. Okay, I told you. Yeah, yeah, we'll meet up in Toronto. Definitely looking yeah, forward so, to that too. So maybe, Beautiful. maybe you can have one little thing ready for me by then, if possible. And don't oh, forget, yeah, well, <laughs> just know? a piece of music. <laughs> I told you, I told you, you're a pro, and I appreciate that. And I want to hear the right things from you. Yeah, okay? oh, it's going to be great. Beautiful. Okay, it's be great. I Thanks so much it. again, Gord. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Thank the belief, Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Enjoy yeah, the no, rest I believe of it. in it, too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You made it very fun for me. And if I talk too much, you're going to send the link, hey, so that I can send it to Amy. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and all my, all my, I, I, I'll get all my fans together in a phone booth, and uh, they can hear it. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks, Thanks guys. Again, Thanks. It's been an honor. <laughs> really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day and stay safe. Bye-bye. Okay?
Bye. All right, take care. As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.